on my drive here this morning that my first time that I came to Spring, Steve was preaching on offense. And I actually didn't come back for a while because it was like a sword in my heart. I had just come out of something very hurtful. And, um, and the Lord, you know, as I dealt with him on, because it was so good, it was so rich, um, he said to me, the word is alive in this place. And that's why it felt like that. The word is alive. And so I just want to thank you, Steve, for stewarding the word, for being one who walks in the living word. And so we're so privileged this morning to have our founding pastor. Would you stand and welcome Steve Wilson? You need a new one. That's fine. Thanks, Christy. Let's just all stand up again for a minute. And uh, I just think there's a couple things I want to do before I start. And, um, I'd like... I'd like three or four people to come gather around Christy. Nate has been on a job that has been stretching out and stretching out. And uh, Phil has gone up to be with him. And the belief is that this job is going to end on Wednesday. Three more days. And we, we want this to be the end because that promise has been made for weeks. December. Since December. And uh, it's taking Nate away from us, from his family. Um, Brian, where are you? Brian, are you here? There he is, right in the back. I want five or six guys to gather around Brian. He's going through uh, a cancer right now in a very difficult circumstance. He's doing amazing it. I'm so proud. Uh, Dusty, was that right, Dusty? Where's Dusty? Put your hand up. I want three or four people to gather around him. Is this your sister? Again? Your wife. I'm so sorry. His wife is just going through breast cancer, just diagnosed. We hate cancer in this place. I want three or four ladies to come gather around Sally. Angie, would you come lead that? We need Sally's equilibrium back. She's coming out of this, but she's fighting just the ability to walk and move and be able to do. I just want to take a few minutes in this atmosphere and just fight through those things. Lord Jesus, is there anybody else with a, with a family member with cancer right now? If I, I don't want to miss one if there's somebody in here. Anybody else? Oh, is there one over here? Okay. Come around here. Um, Wilson. Uh, oh, Steve. Sorry? Okay, some of you come gather around her and let's just, let's believe for this cancer to be gone from her, her friend. Father, it's time. We found so many times in history that when we sense the Spirit moving in incredible ways, there's often just a press back against that breakthrough. And this is the way we do battle as we worship and we declare. Okay, come and stand over here. Some of you gather around Marilyn. Larry Calloway is in real pain this weekend. Some of you come and gather around her and let's contend for Larry.
Jesus, 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 Jesus. That's for Larry Calloway. We're just going to contend for that breakthrough for him. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, you're so good. Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Intervene in each of these circumstances now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus. We declare breakthrough in each of these circumstances in Jesus' name. We declare breakthrough. We declare breakthrough. Mm. And Christy, as you have been prayed for, I felt I heard the Holy Spirit say very clearly, that your ability to stand up here today and lead so clearly in the spirit in the midst of the struggle of the circumstance is marking you for the next season of breakthrough. It's that ability to stand in the truth in the midst of struggle that actually is calling you up into this next season. There's going to be increased anointing in the word you share, increased anointing in healing. There's a breakthrough for you in the midst of this struggle. And uh, so proud of the girl. Could not be more proud. <sighs> mm. <laughs> when I got the call last evening from Nate, uh, he actually got to the door, to the gate, and they just closed the door before he got there. And they obviously wouldn't open it to let him on. And I know he was frustrated, but honestly, he had to be back there tomorrow morning. And he would have flown here for the service, turned around and flown straight back. And uh, in this way, Philip was able to fly up. He's flying up this afternoon, and between the two of them, they're believing to knock this out. So please be interceding for him. Um, you know, these, these things that happen when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, there's still frustration that happens in those. So, so this month we're working on humility. And uh, Nate felt fairly confident to call me since we actually just finished up a book on this. <laughs> in fact, stick a picture up there of that.
Um, this actually went live on Amazon three days ago. And so uh, I, do, I don't have a copy of it yet. Haven't seen it. Our copies don't arrive till I think the 20th. We get our first copies. But if you order yours on Amazon, you'll actually get it in three days. I don't know how that works. I have, I have to wait two weeks for mine, but anyway. But anyway, feel free. Um, I really believe it's a message for the body of Christ in this hour as we come into this season of breakthrough and the, the, the incredible things that are happening. That one of the foundations for that is humility. And I believe God's going to teach us to walk in humility in ways that we perhaps haven't haven't understood or haven't thought of before. Um, I really don't know where to start today. I, uh, would you, Debbie, would you jump down to Philippians 2.3? I want to try to gauge this in the amount I can get done. Philippians 2.3, do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility of mind, let each of you regard one another as more important than himself. Biblical humility is not tearing yourself down so you feel bad about yourself. We, we've taught this here before. Biblical humility is actually getting the focus off of ourselves and on to others. Kevin and Kate just shared a testimony which I celebrate of what God's doing in the nations of the earth. We really are seeing this kind of movement in, in many of these unreached people groups across the earth. But the, the nature of the breakthrough comes when the people of God get the focus off what they're doing and with humility begin to put their focus on somebody else. So humility isn't tearing ourselves down. Humility is stopping to make ourselves the more, most important thing in the universe. Um, last week, we talked about relational humility and, and the need for us to honor and respect each, with each other, which is incredibly important. But one of the biggest changes of humility is literally what we focus on. Do we focus on our needs being met or do we focus on the person next to us, or the purpose, person serving us at the table, or person, what, whatever person we encounter, humility shifts your focus to make their needs a priority to you. This, this is not normal life. It's the abnormal supernatural life. And humility is such an important part. It's, it's deliberately it's deliberately putting somebody else's needs first. So it's, it's an act we do of our will to say that person's important. That person has value. That person has needs. And the spirit in me has the ability to meet the need in that individual. And, and that's, our, that's our goal for every single believer. Uh, verse, verse four of that same passage, do not merely look out for your own personal interests but also the interests of others. I want you to first look at that word merely. Humility is not self-deprivation. Uh, humility is not 
kind of some form of, of discipline of this body or this mind. Humility is don't tear yourself down to put their needs first. Recognize, we recognize as individuals there, there is a need for you to know who you are, for you to stand as a son and daughter of the king, that there, there are needs that we each genuinely have, but don't make those needs the only thing you think about. I love that the scripture put merely in there because it, it's too often, sometimes I see people going into are trying to live humbly, but the end product of it is a self-deprivation that you can't sustain. You can't do that forever. Uh, when Sally and I went to the mission field, there are a lot of things of the mission board we went that I didn't particularly enjoy. But the probably the my single favorite thing of our mission board is that they absolutely required you to go off of your mission station one day a week and just get alone as a family. They absolutely insisted that one weekend a month you were away from your mission station and just spent an entire weekend with your family. And they absolutely insisted that a month a year you spent away from your mission station and two of those weeks had to be consecutive holidays. Now, that sounds very whatever, but the reality is that actually was the saving and the ability to sustain was those times away building what God was doing in us. And, and I still, to this day, we actually try to practice some of those principles ourselves because it's what it's what happened. I mean, so many of the leadership of this body are young families with kids. If we don't take that time away, we can't live in humility with the rest of the body of Christ. That both things have to be in place. Do you, do you understand where I'm going with that? So we know our identity, but we live to see others fulfill their potential. I want to just take a few minutes and look into the realm of psychology for a minute. I'm, I'm not a great purveyor of psychology. I've never studied psychology. But I'm fascinated by the way that in the kind of enlightenment period, most of the study of the science of psychology rejected humility as having no value. But over the last number of years, there have been a whole series of studies done that have begun to show that humility has incredible positive benefits to every single person. And this is saved or unsaved. The act or the position of ourself in humility actually has some benefit to it. Um, there, there are a bunch of studies. I, I've probably looked at three or four resources for this. Um, several of these things are in a Psychology Today article about the positive benefits of humility. Um, People that are humble have better academic achievement. People that are humble also have better job performance. The, the better academic achievement they attributed to when somebody's in school and their focus isn't on themselves, they do better in school. Any, you know, when I'm in school, I'm concerned about what I'm wearing and how people perceive me and 
what group I'm in, and we get so self-involved in, in education that education actually slips. But people who walk in with humility do much better in school because their focus isn't on themselves, it's on the learning. Um, the same thing applies to better job performance. Because humility actually gives the focus to the other person, a humble employee will hear what his boss says better than a proud employee will. And that ability to hear and follow instructions is actually in humility. We might not imagine that, but that's where it comes from. Um, it's linked with excellence in leadership. I'm not going to go into that one too much, but how many have read the book Good to Great? Any of you read it? Okay, a few of you management folks have read that. Okay. It's, it really is a good book. Um, it, it's written about companies who made the leap from being good companies to being great companies. And it identified the characteristics of a leader that's able to do that. And the two primary characteristics listed in that book are, are humility, a, an honest assessment of himself, as, as well as a drive that makes you do that. It's that combination of drive and humility. God help us to learn this. Um, humble people, as a rule, are more well-adjusted and kind. Guys, this is secular psychology recognizing something that God values and saying it has value in our life. Isn't that incredible? I love it when science catches up with the Bible. I mean, to me, that's just, I really, really enjoy that. Um, humble people maintain better social relationships. In other words, they don't have the, the, the drama in relationships that somebody that doesn't walk in humility has. Um, Humble people tend to avoid deception in their social interactions. Their description of why this happens was that when you're in a room and your focus is on that person, you're more likely to pick up when there's something deceptive happening because you're not thinking about yourself, you're thinking about them. And it actually helps your discernment. Body of Christ, if you want to be discerning, get humble. It'll also help you know what to do with what you discerned if you walk in humility. Um, humble people tend to be forgiving and grateful and cooperative. Um, humility was a consistent predictor of generosity with both time and money. Uh, this is science talking. She was just talking about our giving and our offering. Do we understand that humility is actually a an indicator, a predictor of who's going to be the most generous. Um, so finally, one other definition I wanted to read, and we're going to probably kind of end up with the next verse after this. But the humble person keeps their accomplishments, gifts, and talents in proper perspective. But humble individuals are also oriented toward others they value the welfare of others and have developed the ability to forget themselves. That little phrase, forget yourself, has been eating on me for months. Father, I want to learn what it means to forget myself in a place where I can put others first. I mean, we're on a Palm Sunday and 
our instruction is from Philippians 2. Have this attitude in yourself, which was also in Christ, who, although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but he emptied himself, taking on the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of man. Go on through the rest of that passage. What did Jesus just do? He emptied himself. His humility gave him the ability to forget himself. Now, he never stopped being the son of God, but he was willing for the sake of bringing us into salvation to lay down that position and title and presence and glory and come into this realm. And and he's willing to forget himself body of Christ in these places around the world, in the, in, in the work of, of FAI, whatever missions organization we're operating in or we're, we're celebrating. And, and, and listen, there are these all over the world emerging right now. The body of Christ in the United States is going to have to learn to forget herself so that we can give ourselves unconditionally to seeing what God wants to do in, these, in this transition time around the world. It's an incredibly important body of Christ. Um, you know, why did Jesus do it? Because he loved us. He loved us. He absolutely loved us. And his unselfish love put our needs above his needs. That's why we're celebrating what we're celebrating over these next couple of weeks is because his unselfish love put our needs above his needs. What if the body of Christ, you know, we're seeing this in the nations, but I am aching to see more of this in our nation, that we could begin to put ourselves in a position of humility where his interests come first. His desires come first. When we love someone, when we love someone, we'll go out of the way to put their needs first. If you want a good marriage, that's one of the keys. If you love somebody, you you put their needs first. You you begin to prioritize who they are. Um, in fact, I don't I don't actually believe there can be real love without humility. I I think it, love without humility is always a selfish desire to get my needs met instead of an unselfish giving myself to meet somebody else's needs. If you find a couple that will unselfishly give themselves to meet the other's needs, you'll find a strong couple. Just because that's the humility actually brings us together in a whole new way. When we have this kind of love, it frees us from manipulation, control, all those pieces that are unhealthy. But humility has its primary response in our responses to other people. And this morning, out of worship, out of the words that have been shared, out of everything that, that we just sense in the Spirit this morning, I believe there's some people that have had real difficulty forgetting themselves. I think you've had forget- difficulty forgetting your failures, I think you're having difficulty forgetting your history. And too many times as people were defined by what we didn't do instead of by what we are to do. 
And I believe this morning there's, there's a call to humility, but it's a call to lay down that history and lay down our failures and lay down what somebody else did to me or said to me, lay down the stuff that's controlled us and come into a place where there's a liberty for the Holy Spirit to set us free. I believe that's the invitation this morning. So I'd like to ask a few of the ministry teams to come down and... Uh, we're going to just believe for a breakthrough this morning. Um, on the way walking over this morning, I felt like there were some people in the, this room this morning that were going to have a real encounter with God. And there were two pieces of the encounter. I think there's some that are going to have a, an encounter of stepping into a, a level of salvation that you've not experienced before. It's a level of freedom that you've not experienced before. And it's that combination of salvation and others' freedom. There's things that have, that have held you bound, that have kept you from being all you're called to be, that we just, we just want to believe. Could I add a couple more couples down um, for ministry team this morning, if I could? Thank you. That's good. Let's just stand up together. We could have very comfortably ended the service this morning at the end of worship, there was such a drawing of the Spirit for us to come into greater freedom. But I believe that drawing is still here. And so there's two things I'm going to invite you to do. I'm going to pray in a few minutes while I pray. If you feel like you need freedom in some area of your life, I want you to come down and ask one of these to pray for you. If you feel like you used to have a really good relationship with God, there's been a time that you've known him well, but you feel very distant from Jesus, very distant from the Spirit of God, I want to invite you this morning to come down and get your life right with him. Um, let that stuff Get, pa get past that stuff. Forget yourself. Forget the history. For forget all of the challenges that you've walked through to get to this moment. And get yourself in a position where you know without a doubt that you belong to him with everything that's in you. So as I pray right now, I'm just going to invite you to quickly come. Um, you don't have to wait. You don't have to hang around. Let's just have a breakthrough time over this next few minutes. So, Holy Spirit, we just invite you to come in this room now. We're inviting you to breakthrough. We're inviting you to deliverance. We're inviting you to come and draw hearts back to you that have been distant from you. Lord Jesus, this morning, we want to see people come into a place where they can walk in real, genuine humility before you. Father, teach us to forget ourselves and be able to step out beyond the history we've been in. Father, free us from our past. Free us from those mistakes so that we can give ourselves fully and completely and utterly to you. Lord Jesus, we celebrate you this morning. We celebrate your life this morning. We celebrate you. We celebrate. We celebrate you in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Oh, yes, Lord Jesus. Come in this moment. Come in this moment. Come in this. Angie, help me here. You and Jeff. 
Come in this moment, Lord Jesus. Come in this moment. Come in this moment. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. I love it when people give their lives to Jesus and give their hearts to him and let him just deal with stuff that's cluttered it up. That makes life so incredibly worthwhile. Yes, Lord Jesus, you're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing, Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus, you're so amazing. Oh, so amazing, Lord Jesus. Mm. Yeah, would you see that one girl over there on the far side? Oh, there was another one over there. Yeah, there we are. Yes, right there. Yes. Yes, Lord Jesus. Oh, Father. Kelly, would you come down and pray with a girl in white right there? Kimberly, come join her, would you? Yes, Lord Jesus. We want, to, we want to take time with this. We don't want to rush through this right now. And White, just standing right over there. Lord drew me to her for the first time I saw her this morning. I know something incredible is happening there. Yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. You're good, Lord. You're good. You're good. You're good. Now, if you just do me a favor for the next couple of minutes, would you just stretch out your hands toward these that are being ministered to and just engage with us down here? Um, there's still time. If you feel like you want to come, there's still time to do that. Um, this is a morning of freedom, a morning to forget the history and the stuff that's held you captive and just come back into that place of 100% right relationship with the Lord Jesus. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. We love you, Father. You're so incredibly good to us. We celebrate you, Lord Jesus. We celebrate you, Lord Jesus. You're so, so good to us. Oh, you're so, so good to us. Oh, You're so, so good to us. You're so, so good to us. Mm. Father, birth of humility in us as a body. Birth of humility in us as a body. A humility that draws us fully into the next season. Thanks, Mike. Birth that humility in us in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Hey, Jonathan, I think you're supposed to come up and pray. Grab him a mic. I just feel like you're supposed to seal this. Come on up. Such a presence of God sitting on you. Release it. Mm. Oh, Father. You're working today, God. <laughs> oh, God, we pray for breakthrough. We know you're working breakthrough. You're able to break off things in our lives that we have no power to break off. <laughs> and they just, when you're, 
when you're doing that breaking, it snaps off like a twig. Pop. There's no holding power to these things that have held. When we get you involved. (laughs) And you're willing to, to wait for us to let you do the work. Sometimes that work can take a long time, but it's not because you're slow to move, but because you're patient for us to be ready. (laughs) For us to let go. So we just ask, God, that you would continue your work here today. That you would break, break those bonds that have held, held us back, things we've, we've looked at ourselves and said, wow, I, I've messed up. How can I be worth anything to anyone? Things that are in our hearts that, that even come out our mouths, things that can come out as anger or as hurt, but that are, and that we, maybe we put on others, but that are really things we're holding on to that you want to just break off. God, we submit our hearts today. <laughs> we give us give our brokenness to you in exchange for your life. It's an exchange that we were talking about earlier, God. You want our brokenness in exchange for your life. <laughs> and you gave your very life to yes, be able to have that exchange take place. Holy Spirit, just work in every heart here. Work in every heart here. I thank you for the work I've been seeing in lives around me lately. I just thank you. I bear testimony that God can work miraculous things. And at the times, often when it feels the messiest, in your life, that's when the cleaning and the working and the healing is taking place. Oh, so good. Because things often get messier before they get clean. Mm. As long as that's us letting God do the work, so. Yes, Lord. Mm. Amen. I just feel like a form of humility that God is releasing right now is just a heart for the nations. Um, as Americans, we can sometimes be so focused on what the Lord's doing here and his heart here, and that's important, and we need to be interceding for our nation. But I feel like the Lord is just revealing in some hearts just a sense of pride where, like, you're more concerned with what God's doing here that you forget about the rest of the world. And he, I just feel like he's wanting to broaden pictures of, like, our minds for this world and to just carry his heart because God's heart isn't just for the U.S. It's for the whole entire world. And we're citizens of heaven, first and foremost. And his cry is on earth as it is in heaven. So, Lord, I just release right now, Lord, over this place, God, Lord Jesus, on earth as it is in heaven, Lord Jesus. Would you break our hearts, Lord, for what breaks your heart, God? Would you break our hearts for the injustices in the world, God? Would you break every form of pride that says, I am content and I am satisfied with a life of comfortability. I am content and 
satisfied with having enough money for me without sacrificing to give to missions, without sacrificing some amount of sleep to pray for the people who are depending on me to step into my authority and pray for the gospel to go forth and pray for salvations and pray for supernatural healing. So Lord, we just invite you into this place right now, Lord. I just feel like the Lord is specifically marking nations. He's been doing it for a while and you've been unaware. Like certain things you may be hearing from the news or from people or just like just this one nation you all of a sudden just feel like uh just a heart towards and I feel like the Lord's just revealing in this place some of you are called to go and that sounds scary but God's saying I'm with you some of you are called to just support in prayer and just wake up really early and just be praying and some of you are called to right now like you felt the Lord tell you to give and you haven't done it yet and that's me included. So, Lord, I just pray, Jesus, that you would just break off every bit of complacency in this room, God. Thank you, God, that the Great Commission isn't just for the people who are up on a stage, the people who everyone knows, the people who feel seen. Lord, I pray for the person in here who feels unseen, un inadequate, God, and unqualified. I thank you, Jesus. It's not us, God, that qualifies ourselves, Lord Jesus. It's the blood of the Lamb, God. It's the blood of the Lamb that says, I've qualified you. It's your spirit that says, I've given you the power to break, just to take authority over every principality. So Jesus, God, would you just give us humility, Lord, to see beyond, God, our needs, our nations, God, but to see the world that is waiting for an encounter with the Savior, Lord. And I just pray, God, that you would open eyes and hearts here, Lord, that they are that encounter, God, that there are people in their workplace this week who are waiting for an encounter. There are people in their schools who are waiting for an encounter, and God, would you just download humility to say, I don't care what I look like when I step out, God, because what I care is that you would be glorified in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, my. What a treat to be together. We're going to keep ministering for a little while. Don't forget uh, Jeannie Harrelson's book in the back corner there. Don't forget our book that just went up. I would love if a whole bunch of those disappeared this week. So uh, stick that back up there if you don't mind, if you, if you still have it. Um, just if you, the name will bring it up, but if you add Steve and Sally Wilson to it, you'll for sure find it. But uh, just listen, this is a great moment of breakthrough. And uh, I just encourage us as a body to, to carry what he's doing and let it touch people around you. We love you. If you've got children over there, this would be a good time to go start rescuing them. Um, what a treat to be together. Bless you. Oh, thank you, man. Let me turn that off. Huh?